Hello, and welcome to the Slow Style Home Podcast. If you don't want a cookie-cutter, generic home, and instead you want a beautiful, meaningful home that's layered with personality, then you are going to be so inspired by the conversations we have on this show. We talk about why the environments we create matter and how to set up our rooms to evoke specific feelings and experiences that are right for you wherever you are in your life right now. I'm Zandra, your host and creator of the Slow Style Home Framework that teaches you how to make really thoughtful and informed decisions about your home rather than chasing current trends that may not last or staying stuck with rooms you hate, feeling overwhelmed with too many choices. Right now, when you join our monthly membership, the Slow Style Society, you'll get a personalized deep dive into your vision of what a dream home looks and feels like. And together, we'll come up with a plan on how to achieve that. If that sounds pretty awesome to you, go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society for all of the details. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later on. Right now, let's just jump into today's episode. Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Zandra, and we're the creators of Little Yellow Couch and the Style Matters Podcast. We believe that your style comes from knowing who you are, and that's why we dig deep in these interviews, to get to the substance behind the style. We are a community of people obsessed with interiors and modern homemaking. And since you're listening, please consider yourself part of the Little Yellow Couch family. If you're curious about whether or not your home has set you up to live your best life, visit our website, littleyellowcouch.com, and grab our worksheet on creating your own style manifesto. Our sponsor this week will be of particular interest to all of you interior designers and shop owners out there. The Rug Show is coming to the Javits Center in New York City from August 25th through the 28th. The Rug Show is more than a trade show, although they certainly don't skimp on quality or selection. And while you can attend a series of events for design accreditation, you will also be immersed in the cultural aspects of rug making and learn about the traditions and techniques long practiced by master weavers. This kind of exposure and understanding of the craftsmanship that goes into each rug is what gives interior designers the knowledge you need to truly serve your clients. On hand will be the most beautiful high-end area rugs from around the globe. This event is sure to be inspiring to both retailers and designers. An up-to-date list of exhibitors can be seen at therugshow.com, as well as information on how to register. Registration is free. That's www.rugshow.com, and the event is August 25th through the 28th at the Javits Center in New York City. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to On the Little Yellow Couch. And today we are excited to take on a topic that one of our listeners uh, wrote in and asked us if we would do a show about. So yay. So today it's going to be about kids and kids in the home, kids in decorating. Um, And so let's jump in. Yes. So we have two quotes that we wanted to share. The first one is from 
Emily Murray of The Pink House. Yes, we interviewed her a couple years ago. She's so fun and funny. Yeah, she's she's hilarious. I mean, go back and listen to that when you need a good laugh. So she said, just because I can't go out as much doesn't mean I've given up on fabulousness. Right. It just means my home had to pick up the slack. We love this perspective. I think it was, I think we loved it. It was something that I don't know that I'd thought of it from that perspective right. before. And you know, I mean, she has such a fun house. I mean, it's a, it's very eclectic. Um, she has bright colors and dark colors and, um, lots she, of pink. She loves pink. Yes, lots of pink. <laughs> and she has neon signs and like I mean, velvet. She's got, it's very lush and luxe, I think. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, in her younger pre-kid years, she loved being out and about the town. Right. And going out drinking and dancing and all the stuff we do before we have kids. Right. And, and I think a lot of us feel like, okay, that needs to end. Right. And we need to start a book club. <laughs> and <laughs> so what, you know, what Emily has done in her home is she's just really created these moments that allow her to continue that lifestyle and enjoy who she is so that she can be an awesome parent too. Yeah. I like this idea that she said her home has to pick up the slack. Yes. You know, so, so it's just such a fun way to put it that she used to go out all the time and now she, you know, she was saying, and I think we can relate to this, the cost of a babysitter plus movie tickets or plus drinks or plus dinner yeah. or whatever, it, it, gets so expensive and then you have to be home by nine or something and right. <laughs> <laughs> the babysitter is 12 years old and she can't put the kid to bed, you know? Um, and so instead of giving up that lifestyle, she, she made sure her home was the kind of place that she wanted to hang out in. Exactly. And I think that that's another thing that's great to remember when you have kids is that it's so easy to let the kids stuff take hold of the entire house. And so then all of a sudden your house is filled with plastic things and baby gates and bottles drying on a rack and I don't know, like laundry. Oh my gosh, the laundry quadruples for every one child that you bring in. Um, and so your home kind of becomes more like a dumping ground rather than this place that you want to spend time in doing adult things like putting on music and pouring a cocktail with your husband and just having time to sit there and, and be in a beautiful place. So like her den, she wanted to feel like kind of like a lounge. Right. She, she, she used very lush, luxe materials in there. Um, she outfitted her, um, her book, one of her bookcases as a bar. You know, she said, I'm not, I'm still who I am. And I still want to enjoy these other parts of my life so that, yeah, I can't go out as much, but I sure can live in a, in a room in my home that makes right. me feel like that. Yeah. And feel like adults again. Yeah. Then, yeah. Great so, advice, Emily. Yeah. We love Emily. <laughs> so our other quote is by Nicola Broughton who is the girl with the green sofa. And I mean, she, that's actually how we found her was on Instagram right. and that velvet green sofa yep. that has been on everybody's feed, I believe by this point. Oh my gosh. It's just gorgeous. It is. And the fact that she named her business after a piece of furniture, like we did, right. we well. knew we would be instant buds. <laughs> exactly. 
So she said on her episode, I'd rather have a velvet sofa with a couple of chocolate fingerprints on it than a bland beige one. Yep, exactly. (laughs) So what if the kids get chocolate on the sofa? I'd still be happier with that green sofa than some piece of crap that I spent $200 on. You still have to clean it. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) You, You know, and I... I'm of the firm belief that kids rise to the occasion Mm -hmm. of the home that they live in. So when my son was a toddler, he was incredibly active, like (laughs) all over the place. But he he still sort of understood where he needed to be careful, you Mm -hmm, know? mm -hmm. And I also, the most precious of precious things got put in safer places. Mm -hmm. But... You know, I mean, I I think that's also why you and I love collecting vintage so much Mm -hmm. is that they already have nicks. Right. They're already worn and lived in. Exactly. And so, so you can kind of, I don't know, roll with some of that. So I I think think it's that attitude. It's the, well, why not? Why not have a green velvet sofa? Right. So much we say, well, I can't do, I mean, it's this sort of immediate definitive, I can't do that. Right. I could never do, I could never have a white sofa. I could never, we have a friend that wanted one so, so desperately and we encouraged her and she finally got one. Right. She is so happy with it. Right. Um, I don't mean to be cavalier about this as if, you know, I don't understand that things cost money, but I also just don't think you should stop living. Right. Well, and I think it also, it can be, Something small or something big. I mean, in this case, Nicola loves this green velvet couch. I mean, that's what spoke to her. If you are going to be worried all the time about your sofa and that's going to just do it in for you, okay, then, you know, get the childproof sofa. Right. But find another place where you can express yourself and at least question Mm-hmm. that blanket statement that you've put in your mind. Right. Granted, it, when your baby is an infant, everything goes out the window. <laughs> you know, you, you're not sleeping, you're not showering. It, you know, it just doesn't matter what your house looks like. But I promise if you're in that right now, it doesn't last. It, you really will survive that, that moment. And then, you know, as you go on, I just think that if, if you need somebody to tell you that you're important too and your style matters and it's mm-hmm. not all about your kids, we will be those people for you. Right. <laughs> we are on your side and, and um, want you to make sure that your style doesn't suffer when you have kids because you shouldn't suffer. Um, your kids are to be loved and enjoyed and um, that also means doing a little bit of self-care for yourself. Definitely. I have one more story, but um, we don't have a quote from it, but it comes from Gwen Hefner, who is the makerista. If you don't know her blog, she's fabulous. We interviewed her, might have been in our first round of interviews. So it's an old one, but it's a great interview. And what I loved about one aspect of it was her son's room that she talked about. So her Mm. son, I don't know how old he was. I'm going to guess he was in elementary school. And you know, he's of the age where now he wants to put his own stamp on his room. Right. And I feel like a lot of parents struggle with this. Some of them let the kids do whatever they want. It's their space. That's great. Other parents 
um, they need some semblance of order and some semblance of, you know, I don't want to use the word control because that sounds negative, but they're just not able to completely let everything go, right? Right, right. And so if you're one of those parents, like I am, um, <laughs> you're looking for a way to find a balance between what your kid wants to do in the room and what you want for them. Because when they're at much younger, you get to paint their nursery, you get to figure out what their toddler bed is going to be, you know, you get all the control and then they start having opinions. So her son was really into the Hulk. Right. (laughs) Now that is not a character that I would want to see hanging up on my walls very often. It's just not aesthetically pleasing to me, Um, but, but uh, she felt the same way. And so she was like, okay, there's gotta be a a way to compromise in here. So what she did is she, with her son, they picked out a color green that he thought was the Hulk green, and she painted the walls that green, and then she put other things in the room that she really thought that he would connect to, but they weren't so quite so um, deliberately about the Hulk. And then she has one little picture of the Hulk that she framed that she put kind of in a big, it's a small picture, but it's got a big mat around it. So it's kind of big. It takes up a nice amount of space and he loves it. And it's just such a nice blend. I don't even want to use the word compromise because I, it sounded like the way she ta- talked about it. Neither one of them was, was unhappy about any part of right. the room, it was right? A, it was a collaboration. It was a collaboration that she did um, with her child so that they were both happy. And she she did have a good point that she brought up with him is that, I'm sure this fell on deaf ears because he was probably six or something, but it was, he's not going to always like the Hulk. He's going to grow out of this. And if you're not the kind of person that wants to, you know, buy brand new everything every time your kid's interests change, like first you go through the dinosaur phase and the space phase and the car (laughs) phase, you know, then I love that she just chose the color. That color could stay for many, many years with lots of different interests as a nice background that spoke to him in the moment, but that also had some staying power. So I love that story, and I think that's a great way to approach decorating with kids and for kids. Right. Yeah, and making it a collaboration so that your child feels involved in creating the space that they spend their time in. I just think that's so important. I think that's an important thing to teach our kids because I think it, it carries through in how they care for all the things in their life, the, their, their environment and the possessions that they have. Right. I think it's a good way to pass on some of those, those values. All right. So if you guys have any other thoughts on how to decorate with kids or for kids or despite children, (laughs) let us know. We would love your feedback. Um, So now we're going to move on and share our current obsessions. And I'm going to go first because I am over the moon about this fabric that I discovered. The uh, designer's name is Fanny Shorter. Yes, that's her real name. She even says that in her about page. Yes, that's my real name. Um, You can find her at fannyshorter.com. But I am in love with her fabric designs. It is reminiscent of vintage florals in that it's very dense. Her, her patterns are, are, are either um, fruit or flowers. And in one case, there's also some, some animals, but the patterns are very, very dense and full of repeats. So it, it has sort of that old fashioned look to it, but the colors she uses are so vibrant. 
and so modern that I love that mix. Um, and also some of her drawings, some of her drawings feel very um, true to the actual fruit being depicted. For example, her figs, they, they look more on the realistic side, whereas her um, calathea leaves look more, um, a little bit more playful, um, less less realistic, and uh, it, it's, a, it's a really nice mix. So I can't wait for you guys to see what I'm talking about. We'll have pictures of it on the show notes page, but I am envisioning on my red couch, if you've seen it in my living room, I want to cover the two huge back pillows in this fabric, um, not the whole couch, just those two back pillows. So I'm, I'm looking at some of the uh, fat fabric she has that has some reds in it. And of course, blues, because I've got a lot of blue in my living room and it would, it would just all look so cool together. So what about you, Karen? All right, guys. So my current obsession is a little bit on topic uh, relating to kids, at least part of it. Um, what I am excited about is this upcoming summer and the traveling that uh, my family's going to be doing. So we are taking a cruise of the Baltic region uh, in August. Uh, we're going to the Netherlands, Denmark, Estonia, St. Petersburg, Russia, Finland, and Sweden. And we did our first cruise actually uh, back last Christmas. And my husband had always wanted to go on a cruise and I had really no interest because I get seasick. <laughs> uh, but I found that the medication that my doctor gave me for uh, motion sickness worked really well. And we had an amazing time. And one of the reasons we had such a great time was because my 13 year old, soon to be 14 year old, um, just had a lot of freedom uh, on the ship. And it was really nice for us because we had the freedom to do things in the evening while he was hanging out with friends. Uh, one of the decks is, especially in the evenings, is mostly reserved for teens and they have basketball courts and miniature golf and a club for teens uh, like a hangout place with video games and everything. And so we decided to do a cruise this summer uh, because we wanted to take a trip somewhere in Europe. And we were really excited when we found this cruise because we were able to visit so many port cities in the Baltic region, including going back to Russia for the first time uh, as a family since uh, the time when my son came home when he was two. And so we're just, we're really excited to have this opportunity to see so many places and experience so many cultures. And even though on a cruise, you sort of just get a taste of each place, uh, it's an opportunity to see some really notable places, to get a lot of inspiration, uh, to try local cuisine, and then to hop back onto basically your floating hotel for the, uh, for the duration of your cruise. So now I sound like I'm flying cruises, but, uh, that's really my obsession right now is trying to figure out how to make the most of 
each of our days, uh, really brief visits to these uh, cities. And so if you've been to any of these cities and you have some ideas for me, I'm really open to them. I'm particularly interested in flea markets and fabric shops uh, and just really, you know, cool places that that maybe aren't in the tour books. So, yeah, so that's that's my obsession right now. We hope that you all have really fun things planned for the summer, uh, especially time with your family. And if you have kids, time with your kids when they are on break from school and can enjoy uh, all the things that they get to discover during the summer. Thanks so much for listening. Our time together doesn't have to stop after this episode. We often talk with people about whatever's on their minds when it comes to their homes. If you follow us on Instagram, you can send us a comment or send us an email. We love that too. The best way to be part of the Little Yellow Couch community is to start at the beginning with your own style manifesto and then share it with us. Just go to littleyellowcouch.com and download your worksheet today. Thanks so much for listening. I know your time is valuable and I really do appreciate you spending it with me. And please, please, please take a minute to leave a review for Slow Style Home wherever you get your podcasts. It honestly does help keep this show on the air and your feedback is highly valuable to me. Have a great day and I'll be back in your earbuds soon. Bye for now.